This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old-fashioned into one G'day, Dr Carl here. Now, if you're a regular listener to Great Moments in Science, you'll know how much I love Bertha Benz, the business partner and wife of automobile inventor Carl Benz. So I hope you'll forgive me for tossing in yet another reference to her, even though it's very tenuous. You see, way back in August 1888, Bertha Benz hit the road on probably the very first automobile road trip ever to visit her mother about 100 kilometres away. Undaunted by little inconveniences like lack of road, lack of maps and lack of even petrol stations, she managed to get there. She was resourceful and she did the running repairs to the car en route. And when she finally arrived at her mother's place after a full day's travel, she had no trouble parking her car. Nowadays, parking can be a really big hassle. But luckily, and this sentence is not something you'll hear every day, statistical mechanics and psychology have finally got together to make things a little less complicated. Now, as we know, car parks are normally big, ugly, messy places. The first known multi-storey car park in the world opened in May 1901 with space for 100 vehicles across seven floors. Today, the biggest parking lot in the whole world can handle 20,000 cars. Plus, it's got another 10,000 overflow spaces if things start getting squishy. That parking lot is in the West Edmonton Mall in Alberta in Canada. But as car parks started popping up everywhere, making our increasingly car-bound lives more convenient we started to realise that they have a few problems. First, many can cause water pollution. Motor vehicles are constantly dumping pollutants such as petrol, motor oil, polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons like benzene, rubber dust, heavy metals and so on. Rain picks all of that up and then washes it right off a car park's impervious surface as urban runoff usually into stormwater. Second, in hot climates, parking lots become heat islands. Some reach a potentially lethal 50 degrees C or more. Planting small clumps of trees throughout the parking lots can significantly drop the temperature. But in most cases, the owners of the parking lots don't want to cover the extra cost of planting and maintaining the trees, on top of losing a few extra car spaces. Another issue is that car parks don't normally look very nice, especially the multi-storey ones. The journal Architectural Record wrote that, and I quote, In a pantheon of building types, the parking garage lurks somewhere in the vicinity of prisons and toll plazas, unquote. While the New York Times called them, and I quote, the grim afterthought of American design, unquote. And finally, there's the mind-numbing frustration of trying to find the right car park on a busy day to just get to your destination in the shortest possible time. But this, at least, is one car park problem with an easy fix. 
one that involves psychology and personality types. Now think about this. Are you meek, or prudent, or optimistic? Now, if your personality leans towards meek, you tend to park in the very first parking spot you see, often a long walk from your final destination. If you are optimistic, you ignore those tempting first parking spots and you keep driving until you are really close to your final destination and only then do you start looking seriously for a spot. Sometimes, if you are extremely optimistic, you will ignore all the parking spots and go directly to your final destination and linger as close as possible for the right spot, mentally insisting on parking really close to your target. And then there are the people who are in between, the prudent ones. They won't take the very first spot they see, but maybe the second or even the third. So, what should you do? What's the most effective plan overall? Well, the engineers, physicists and mathematicians have been looking at this problem for a few decades. Their papers have names such as a probabilistic approach to evaluate strategies for selecting a parking space and the deceptively entitled simple parking strategies. Now, these papers always start with a few easy-to-understand paragraphs, but they then dive into complicated mathematics with all kinds of fancy squiggles, brackets, and symbols you've never seen before. Luckily, the authors of these papers write the conclusions in words, not equations, and that means that I've got a chance of understanding them. Let me summarise. Statistically, the best option is not to be too meek and take the first spot you find, but also not to be too optimistic and ignore every parking spot until you arrive at your destination. No, no, take the middle path. Be prudent. Ignore the first parking spot or two and then grab the next one. If you look at the total time spent parking and walking to your destination, on average, these prudent picks will take you a total of 60 seconds as compared to 70 seconds if you're too meek or too optimistic. But there's another and perhaps even more successful method. Travel with your youngest child and nominate them as the magic parking fairy. Let their charming magic guide you to a spot. Now, I know that it is completely unscientific, but it always seems to work for me and my magic parking fairy. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.